Real Presence Live. That which is beautiful will manifest itself in truth and in goodness. Local. The challenges that we're facing in our generation, we just need the gospel. I mean, every every culture, every generation just needs to know how the gospel applies. Engaging. We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is, is the life. It gives us the life. Live. The reality is he is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God. Good morning to all of our listeners. Welcome to Real Presence Live. My name is Monsignor Schumacher. I'm coming to you live from the Church of Corpus Christi in Bismarck, North Dakota, and we've got a great show planned for you today on this first Friday and on this feast day of St. John Damascene. St. John Damascene of Damascus can be called John of Damascus. Uh, what's interesting is uh, he was declared a doctor of the church in 1890 by Leo XIII, and uh, he has been called the last of the church fathers. He died in the year 749, um, but more than um, a doctor of the church, he's often called the doctor of the Assumption because of his writings on the uh, Assumption of Mary. So uh, we have a, a, an optional memorial today of St. John Damascene. I'll visit with my parishioners about that during our 1210 Mass here, as well as the, the homily of the healing of the two blind men, a great a great homily, and I think we're coming to you strong enough now. My prayer will be from the Mass today, which we will pray. Let us pray. Through Christ the Teacher, O Lord, instruct those you feed with Christ the living bread, that on the feast day of blessed John Damascene they may learn your truth and express it in works of charity. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. My first guest is um, becoming a regular contributor of Real Presence Radio, and I like that. Well, I'm honored to be be asked back. Uh, it's been a couple weeks. Father Joshua Eli. Yeah, yeah, it's good to be here. Rector of the senior. Cathedral of the Holy Spirit. Either you're desperate or we had a good first interview. We are rating spiked. Okay, good, good. For the good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the last time. I think we talked about purgatory last time. Did we talk about... Yeah, uh, we were in November. We were talking about... Uh, the dead, yeah, yeah, uh, November. Death and, yeah, and purgatory. And uh, here we are again. Um, by the way, today is also National Cookie Day. Okay. I, I heard on the news at 4.30 this morning when I was making my omelet. Uh, cookie is a Dutch word that means little cake. Hmm. I uh, thought it might be something like that, but... Who knew? All right. So we have um, the first Friday devotion. We have St. John Damascene, National Cookie Day, and another day, great day with weather. I mean, I walked out of my rectory. It feels like late October, huh? Not the first week yeah, of December. It's unbelievable for December. Uh. Now, uh, Father Eli, first things first. Um, before last weekend, I had a 10-1 record going into fantasy. And uh, you got you were, me. You're the top of the league. You're the one we're all gunning for. Well, and um, we're in a priest league, a fantasy league, and I, uh, I am, I am the, the top. Uh, but you, Team Eli, took one from you, Team Schumacher. You got yeah. me. You got me by eleven last yeah, weekend. Yeah. It Cam, wasn't our strongest performance either of ours. But Cam Newton had two interceptions, and that that did me in. That hurt you. Yeah. I'm going to start Matt Ryan this week. Okay. I also started the Dallas defense. I'm going back to Baltimore. Okay. I take on Guion. Playoffs are starting. 
We are into the yes three who weeks. Are you, of, who are you? Who are you? Who have I got? Um, look, look that, that up. Is it. That uh, is it. Good, I mean, we got to get ready. I got to get my head in the game. Uh, well, I'm it's just, Friday. I'm just focused you, you on, you on Saint John Damascene. You should have your roster. Oh, I've got set Father David Richter. Oh yes, also seven and five, and we are we are projected uh, to have the exact same score. So what, this this one will be interesting. How am for I projected sure. with Gion? Uh, I think uh, you are. I, I, you're, I, you're projected. I, 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 All right, you're you're okay. Father Gion was down, serving our good people um, in Fort Yates. Uh, you you're looking strong. Uh, You've what? got a hundred point projection to his, <laughs> to his eighty, so we're we're doing okay. He uh, might make some last minute change. Unfortunately, Christian McCaffrey's on a bye week, so we have this interesting phenomenon that we start playoffs oh, while teams are still on byes. Oh, see, and, uh, so, and a lot of leagues don't do that, yes, and they uh, wait fa- another week. Father mm-hmm. David Richter is our commissioner, and he he allows that, right? Right, right. Um, yeah. Well, again, this is Real Presence Live. You are listening to Real Presence Radio, despite uh, the the chatter here. And and Father Joshua Eli is is my guest. Um, Romeo is in the house. Yes, Romeo Aquinas, my two year old Dalmatian. Two and he, uh, he's in the studio here in my office. You have you have Rufus Rufus Alexander now, is, now is there, nine there, months old. There's yeah. a there's a lot to now. Some people just think you pick the name Rufus. But it has there, there's there's different layers of meaning here. There are absolutely. Uh, th- let's go. Th- Rufus means red-haired in Latin. Red-haired and so, so he give a, us. He, he is a fox red lab out of a fine group of breeders up by Bemidji, Minnesota, Torgs Labs. And I came across him. I've always I've been a lab guy for the last twenty years. Had a black lab. I always loved the color of a golden retriever. Adore there's that beautiful red, uh, but back in the day, all you saw running around were some yellowish labs and some oh, yeah. black ones, and then chocolate showed up on the scene that's somewhere there. Uh, and I always thought, how wonderful if I could take a lab at the the, the disposition and the hunting of the, of the lab a that I came up and, and, and combine it with a golden retriever. And somebody, well, I was up in Williston, uh, from whence. Uh, our good Monsignor Hales, yes. uh, what, yeah. a, what a beautiful place. They said, stomping grounds. He said, have you never heard of a fox red lab? I said, never. They could go online. They did. Sure enough, I found this breeder. And at that point, I realized I need this. the name needs to reflect, reflect this phenomenon. And Rufus, which is, yeah, so I suppose it's a somewhat traditional dog name. Sure. Uh, looking into it, I found out, well, of course, it means red-haired, so it's fitting. And then it got interesting. As I did more this search is the next on layer. Rufus, this, this is, and then it, we go deep. Yeah, we go deep. And, we, and Rufus is in the in the Vulgate, is the way that King David is described um, early on. As we would say, ruddy. He was handsome and ruddy. Ruddy is is somewhat of a transliteration or almost a direct line of Rufus, which is red, red-haired. So he was. He had this this reddish color to him, at least as, as far as the translation of the Vulgate. And I said, well, there we go. Connection to King David. And then as we all know, and Bishop Kagan then gave him his second name, uh, Alexander, in honor of the two sons of Simon of Cyrene, Rufus and Alexander, which are mentioned in sacred scripture. So we're in, deep in the Old Testament, we're into the New, and now we're in, in 2020. Um, Everything but the Code of Canon Law covered, really, in, in that name. Right, and, and, and right now Rufus is in the pickup, so he's, he's, he's I'm, not, I'm not treating him like a king right mm-hmm. now. 
but I, I have the gas model and uh, you have the diesel model. I have the, the diesel, F-150. the three-liter power stroke. Uh, Romeo is uh, Romeo means pilgrim to Rome, which is why I like the name Romeo. And besides, he really is a lover. Uh, he's barking at Father Ani now, my uh, vicar, who's coming to work. He's greeting him. That's uh, his, his loving greeting. It is, and we were all we were all pilgrims to Rome. And I think we're going to shut that door, Lori. Thank go. you. How long were you? He knew you? we were talking about him. He's excited. How long you. were you in Rome? Well, I was in Rome for five years, five blessed years, uh, right at the time of the passing of uh, St. John Paul II and then the election of Benedict. And then uh, home for a couple of years and then back again uh, for another two, finishing a degree. And then back home for four months and then back for four. So I think added up. And we're at, looking at 11 years. You're looking at 11, and I lived that there was, five, and yeah. uh, that is uh, really a magical place. i got to get is. back. It is. Uh, it has not been so magical as of late. No. Uh, all the restaurants are closing, at least the last word, at 6 p.m. Not fun. I, and I, I, I feel for my Italian friends because uh, you can't go to a... Father Eli is my guest. He's a rector of the Cathedral of the Holy Spirit here in Bismarck. We're in Bismarck, North Dakota. And my name is Monsignor Schumacher. And we're coming to you live on this Real Presence Live from my office at the Church of Corpus Christi. Uh, And uh, Father Eli and I go way back. Now, before Rufus, you had another dog planned before you got sent to Rome. Were were you... um, You you had uh, some other plans. That's right. It was Rufus. Then the name carried over. Uh, I had the pick of the litter. And in 2015, I put some money down, so and I you, would get. And you the, had to let that go. And uh, the litter was born while I was in Rome, on a pilgrimage, huh? and I couldn't wait to go and pick them out. And as I'm making preparations to drive out to this, uh, to see the breeder and pick out my my pup, uh, I got a call from Rome, and then uh, the course of history in my life, you know, changed. The, but I hung on to the to the dream. And then uh, with with COVID, the church asked and the you shutdown, to serve. I said, you I served said, and came back, and there you go. I just read this morning. My dad gave me the uh, December 2020 Smithsonian. There's there's a good article here on on the uh, science of canine cognition, uh, which is which is interesting. Mm. I hand that to you. Okay. Uh, remember, dogs have been observing us for a long time. And if you want to find out about human behavior, um, just study dogs Excellent. more than primates is her premise there. Mm-hmm. But here, uh, get, getting to more important things, uh, my gift to you, Father, uh, for uh, coming on the show and uh, talking about matters um, is a Church of Corpus Christi uh, 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 tree ornament. Thank you. Wow. Hand painted. And uh, <clears throat> I give that to you to take to the rectory. Excellent. Uh, do with it as you wish. Thank you. Uh, are you kind of you? Uh, my, my my grandpa and grandma are parishioners here. Yeah. Yes. So uh, I feel very close to the Church of Corpus Christi, and congratulations on uh, Eucharistic Adoration. We have Eucharistic Adoration going on Tuesdays. It was very successful. Fantastic. A lot of people coming through. Uh, start of a new year. We thought we would um, start with that, and so enjoy the uh, ornament. And um, I don't know. Do you have a tree up in the? Uh, just got it directory? up. Yep, yep. And I, I failed to water it the first three oh, days. No, 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 no. Don't let uh, it dry out. Yeah. I, I don't. I, I usually remember to water Rufus, but the tree is. It's a, asking a little too much. Uh, uh, can't director. you ask a vicar to do that, or you have four we're, other guys with you? Can't you? Uh, right. We're, we're working on that. Dole out we're, the response. We're working on that. So we had it. We put it up. Uh, I let it dry out 
and then we had to recut it. No, 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 no. My, my maintenance guy, a poor guy, we put him through. Uh, but we're back on, and I, I checked I it last night, and it's pumped full of is, water, is it and we're going to crank up the humidity in the house. Every morning, so we do, do you mix the tree food with it in the packets? We're, we're going to, yeah. yeah uh, I think or it's or use 7-Up. We just used 7-Up when we were kids. Yeah, uh, give you it know, a little sugar. Right? Give it a little yeah. sugar. We always had live trees growing yeah, up. We've got a live Loved one, it. and it, it is nice to have. It's, it's a festive. If, and you, I, if you water, keep them watered. I actually put my tree up before Thanksgiving. You know, we, we've been uh, knocked around so much in 2020. I thought, uh, let's... Uh, Let's spruce up it. We need we need we need, the, we need the visuals. We need the sign. Uh, we actually we put a wreath up in, fr- in the in the front of the cathedral, which uh, when it sways in the in the North Dakota wind can scratch the paint. But we said we're going to uh, take that risk because of the people need to know. Uh, there's some to believe in. Some there's hope. Sure. And uh, sure. we're in a beautiful season, even though it doesn't feel like December as you. Bishop Vetter didn't put any scratch guard on on the the the, the, the wall for that, or yeah, I don't think so. Okay. Father Josh Eli, we're going to send him, we're going to send him a bill. We're coming up on 14 minutes past the hour. Thank you for joining us uh, on Real Presence Live, and we hope you're having a good day. If your day is starting off a little slow, we pray that it will get better. And it's a great time of the year as we move through Advent. I mean, the weather in the Upper Midwest here is remarkable, and uh, Father Josh Eli uh, is fun and enjoyable to conversate with. So. I suppose we better do uh, a little bit of work here, but first we're going to take a break shortly. So, Father, can you hang on? Gladly. A little bit. Always good to be here. Rufus is going to hang out in your in your truck. Yeah. And uh, you got the windows open. He had, for he that? had a he had a nice play date yesterday with uh, Bosco. Oh sure. Which would be Father Tom Graf's yes. black lab year and a half. So he's happy to just be sleeping he's, wherever. He's hanging. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and there there's they're in and right in the presbyterate, yeah. Some dogs are in. A dog lover, and it kind of opened things up for us, and we uh, took full advantage. A- ap- absolutely. Um, and uh, I-, I haven't met Bosco yet, but I do see some profound pictures of him. Oh, yes. He, he looks uh, very statesmanlike. Yes, he's an English lab, stocky, broad-faced, beautiful dog. I think that's the most popular breed, according to the American Kennel Club, isn't it, in America, the yes. black lab? Yes, yes. I think it is. Yeah. And Monday we're going to go we're going to go chase a few ringnecks while we have some time left. All right, shooting the Hopefully. Chinese chickens. Yes. <laughs> All right, make sure the BBs are out. I've I've had four teeth replaced. Oh no. So you got to clean that clean that <laughs> clean well. well. Get clean that well. eat get, slowly. Get that cream of mushroom <laughs> soup to cover up the taste and <laughs> get good and hungry and eat that pheasant, right? That's right. <laughs> Pasta with some pasta. So we'll be back in just one moment. This is Real Presence Live. My name is Monsignor Schumacher. We're going to talk about canna law and decrees coming up after the break. Don't go anywhere. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, the Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with an end-of-year gift planning tip. With the end of the year approaching, a charitable gift can help you support our mission and receive tax benefits. In addition to gifts of cash, here is a gift strategy worth considering. Gifts of appreciated assets such as securities or real estate are an excellent way for you to help our cause. Securities may be transferred directly to us, while real estate is transferred through a deed. 
These gifts will not affect your cash flow, and they provide the following tax benefits. A charitable deduction to help you save on taxes, a bypass of federal and state capital gains taxes, and an avoidance of tax on net investment income. To learn more about these strategies and the benefits of making an end-of-year gift, please call or visit our website today at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701-290-4503. Let's get started. Honor your Father by word and deed, that a blessing from Him may come upon you. Sirach 3.8 Our priests guide us on the right path and teach us about our Catholic faith. At Real Presence Radio, we'd like to honor them for helping to deepen our relationship with Jesus. Each week on Real Presence Live, we honor our fathers with a dozen donuts generously donated by a local business. You can nominate your priest to receive special recognition by going to yourcatholicradiostation.com. And thank you to all our priests for your service to the Holy Catholic Church. It's a great time to spring into summer at Riverview Senior Living Community in Fargo. Hi, I'm Carrie Dew, Executive Director. We are currently accepting new independent and assisted living residents. Riverview provides a safe, comfortable place to live with a small town Main Street feel with home-cooked food, a la carte care services, daily activities, and mass five days a week. You can contact Marin or Katie to find out about all that Riverview has to offer at 701-237-4700 or at homeishere.org. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. It is uh, the first Friday of Advent and the feast day of St. John Damascene. National Cookie Day, don't forget that. Father Josh Eli is my guest. We're both COVID survivors. Father just got back to the gym. Yeah, three months. It took me three months. We were just talking about the uh, the lingering effects, and it zapped uh, my energy. Yeah, it took my I, taste, uh, my smell, but that that was shorter lived, a month. But I'm, it was another two months. I'm back and, to my I, routine. And too. And I remember yep. you saying something similar that you had a, a month yeah, or two. I, of just, once uh, I started having masses, I felt like I was hit by a truck, and you just have to take it easy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the body has to. Uh, uh, get back and but anyway we are back Let, let's let's do a little bit of work so we can deduct this show okay with the irs um what what is what is canon law father <laughs> <laughs> oh fun I, one word i was fun. told i was told a couple things in studies first of all number one canon law is your friend yes and then uh, perhaps uh, uh said in jest but a lot of truth is said in jest Scripture is what Jesus said, and canon law is what Jesus meant. That's right. So, having said that, <laughs> what, what scripture scholars love that what, what, they love that. What is canon law, Father? All right. So it's the governing uh, principles of the church as far as in discipline. Uh, put it to sum it up. Theology applied moral dogmat even how do we how do we, uh, so it and dogmatic uh, you do what can you 
people are not able don't have a valid take a that our Lord has entrusted to his bride and then in the day-to-day make it applicable and give it some nice boundaries uh, but it's law it's church law we are uh, talking in the context today about decrees so can you explain uh, having said that can you explain what what a decree is and what should um, the lay Catholic need to know about decrees? Good. Uh, so if you hear this word decree, know that something important has just taken place. Uh, generally, on a positive note, so uh, most most common, it means that the competent authority, which is you know, always the bishop, and then depending on the circumstances, uh, others can also issue them. But it means something is happening in the life of the church in the day-to-day concrete and most often um, a provision is being made. Something is being provided for. So, uh, what? not too long ago, there was a decree naming you the pastor of this wonderful parish, correct, Monsignor? That's right. And that's, uh, so as soon as you hear decree, our, our, our antennas should go up and say, okay, Lord, uh, what's going on in the church, local, universal? Uh, what's being provided for? Or what decision is being made? It means something is happening. Um, so, some years ago, 2016, uh, in the build-up to that, Bishop David D. Kagan decreed that this diocese needed a synod, needed to come together to look at our pastoral practices, um, our life, and to actually then legislate to, to consider uh, putting some things in place to adapt to the times. The last one we had was in 1924. Uh, it's been a while. It's been a while. So um, anytime you hear decree, antenna go up and say, all right, either an important decision is being made for the life of the church right now, in this instance, by the competent authority, or uh, something's being provided for. Somebody's being named a pastor, uh, or in the case of recently, a public association of the lay faithful has been established to meet a certain need. And uh, I think it's been talked about before, but it's quite extraordinary, the servants of the children of light. And so, uh, obviously, what that is is um, our bishop is providing for local needs to have a group that uh, really focuses on the Montessori method of, of instruction for children and bringing uh, that beautiful method um, and way of learning to this area in a stable form. And so anytime you see decree, a decision is made, something's being provided for, and with the intention, obviously, that it, it have lasting effects for the good of the life of the local church. So decree... Something's happening, usually good. On, on, the, on the unfortunate side, you know, sometimes you have extrajudicial decrees uh, where people are punished. Um, those are fun for us canon lawyers, not fun for the one receiving it. But um, yes, so what, what you heard before is canon law is to be your best friend uh, until it becomes your worst enemy. <laughs> but that's only uh, to get people back on the right track. Father Josh Eli is my guest. This is Real Presence Live. My name is Monsignor Schumacher, and we're talking about canon law. We're talking about decrees. Uh, Father, you mentioned briefly the recent decree that Bishop Kagan uh, issued. Uh, and uh, how does a bishop's decree compare to, for example, Jesus giving us a decree? Good. Well, obviously, all right, both competent authorities, very competent uh, but uh, a decree, unlike you know what our Lord, the commands that our Lord had given us, right, to love God and to love neighbor, um, or even you know the, the Ten Commandments to Moses, those are general in their application and, and extend uh, broadly. Decrees are meant to be particular for this place and this time. So 
this decree in the Diocese of Bismarck does not have effect in Fargo. But what Jesus said has universal effect, so those are, those are commandments. Those are general laws. Um, decrees in and of themselves are usually singular, specific, applied to a particular time and place for that need, uh, so long as it, as it uh, endures. So as we um, wrap up our time uh, together here, um, when people hear canon law, um, it, is, it is the law of the church. And I, I have here a, a couple um, translations. Mm. Uh, we chatted briefly about this before we went on. This is the one I studied with here. Uh, this is 1983, which is when the new code came out, right? That's right. After 1917. That's correct. So g- give us a brief history of the codes and the translations as to where we are to date. And w- where can a, a, somebody listening find a copy of the Code of Canon Law? Excellent. Certainly online. Uh, you can purchase one online, but they can also, um, there are PDF formats that are available. People have done a great job making it all available. But, uh, you know, it, what's interesting, it was only in 1917, just a little over 100 years ago. It was the first time we had a full codified law, uh, because prior to that we had decretals, and you had a lot of people issuing laws. But as the church grew in its universality, obviously not, not theologically, but in practice, it became extended throughout the, the globe. There was a need over the years to bring it all together. Where we can look, and that's what's beautiful about canon laws. You got, we have one book. So as a canon lawyer, I have 1,752 statutes, uh, uh, laws, canons that I need to learn. Uh, and it's relatively confined. There are obviously uh, additional uh, laws that, that come into play. But there was a need to have it all in one nice place so that we knew across the globe uh, what was governing us. And in a really way that, you know, to, to find what's in the mind of Jesus right now for his church. And we believe that it's, you know, this too was inspired. The Spirit inspires um, these legislators, the, the bishops, the Pope, uh, ultimately, who was the legislator. Uh, and interesting, and that was in 1917, and then before too long we realized, well, the world is, uh, there's a lot of change going on. Uh, we needed a codified law, and then we found out shortly thereafter that it needed to be updated, uh, given everything that was going on uh, throughout the 20th. 20... I don't know if everyone everyone knows this, but the in calling the Second Vatican Council was primarily asking for a revision of the Code of 1917. For what came out of it, right? Obviously, uh, was much broader than that in its pastoral application. But the original impetus was we need to update our, our guiding principles, our canons, our law, to reflect all that's going on uh, in the church. And so that was the original. And that's why the uh, code was promulgated on the feast day of St. Paul, uh, uh, January 25th, uh, because of Paul's connection to law. And, and that was actually uh, even the, the original um, evening prayer, you know, which calling the council was also in connection with St. Paul. Who was a great lom? Uh, can be tough, but it's good. We need it. You know, uh, speed limits. You know, I just think of a young guy who doesn't like the speed limit when you're 16, 17, and you were tearing around. What were you driving? Up? Three Nova Super Sport 350. So speed limits, that's no good for me. I'm, it's restricting my freedom. Then you become a father, and your kids are playing on the street, and all of a sudden that speed limit, you know, as you get the... Uh, Salute, you know, as you're going by a little bit over the speed limit, Dad says, slow down. Uh, Thomas as we Aquinas. mature, we, re- we realize how important uh, these laws are. 
an ordinance they don't restrict our freedom they good. make us free to love which is the ultimate command so we have the 83 uh, code uh, the new code the first translation right. one in 99 and then you said there's a third one now. Just recently, be, yeah, with some of the updates, the new um, amendments. So to the, the Green code Book of is still my favorite. All of my notes are in it from 1983. Is what am I? So I'm looking at a bad translation. We, yeah, we have some, we made some adjustments. Uh, but because oh yeah, we're dealing obviously with Latin. I don't want to make an adjustment. So I want uh, I know, uh, know, how how know. bad off. The give 80. us a call. Just give us a call. <laughs> be, be, give me a call. Green Book. <laughs> It'll be free. It's okay, free for you. I appreciate it. I, hey, you, you gave me the ornament, so that, that gains you the a year ornament, of, of, the of con, Smithsonian. consultation. Um, we, we, we have to open. Th this is the Advent calendar for dogs here. Uh, do you have one Ooh. of these? No, I do not. You, you need to find one of these, Father. Where are we because, at PetSmart? Where do I find uh, Amazon? Uh, hand that to me, Lori. And uh, this is an advent calendar for dogs oh, given that. to me by the Foy family here at Corpus Christi. Beautiful. Today is uh, number uh, the sixth day of advent. Let's we got, see what we, you we, got. We got to catch Romeo. up. Look at what here. You, Romeo, what do you... Ooh. Look at here. There we... Ooh. Look at there. Maybe a little something for Rufus. Maybe day five. Uh, we'll... Maybe day five we can give to Rufus. Where's the five? All right, day uh, right, one, right day here. One, two, We're going to open this. Excellent. There we go. He gets... There oh, you go. That. So that's from yesterday. All right. Well, we even got the Advent calendar for dogs worked in a real presence live. Father, thank you. Uh, good good luck with the fantasy this weekend. Thank you. Likewise. And Hopefully we'll see you uh, again. Come right. to Real Presence Radio. We'll see you in a couple weeks. I want you to be a okay. regular contributor. Okay. I mean, uh, I mean, fantasy. I want to see you again in fantasy. I, I want mean, to see. We're, 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 <laughs> you know, we're know, heading the right it's, direction. It's whoever stays healthy. The, the thing is, you know, you can be 10 and 1, 10 and 2. But if you lose, uh, if I lose to Gion, I'm done. I'm Constellation, and, uh, you know, I'm out. Okay. Stay put, everybody, because my next guest is the one and only Steve Ray. Always an enjoyable interview, and we'll be back in just one moment. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network.